Hello, For the Girls. I'm an actual Cleopatra. Hi, this is For the Girls Podcast. We are, are a podcast about divas. We're a podcast for people who specifically like to be sexy sandwiches for Halloween. We're a podcast for women who like to be burnt at the stake. We're also a podcast for people who dress who dress themselves and their cats in the same costume, but just stay inside. Mm-hmm. We're also a podcast for freeform binge watchers and any member of the Marshall family. Yes, girl, Marshall family. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Mm, well, we'll come to it later. Uh, later in the pod, um, <laughs> I'm I'm Nick Westray. I'm Jason Black. And uh, hi, everyone. Thanks for thanks for tuning in again this week for the last of our our final Halloween episode. <gasps> I yeah, it literally just started and now it's ending. Why? Because we oh, had to do that Judy that cut into one of our iconic spookisodes. No regrets. <laughs> so we did- but thank you. No regrets at all. Judy, I mean, Judy is perfect. So, um, but thanks to Spindle and Brandon for bringing on Susie Sue and Annie Lennox, those spooky so goddesses good. who we love so much. Um, um, hi, Jay. How was your week? Hi, girl. My week was fine. Um, I live in LA, and so obviously there's theme parks here. And I've been, since I moved back, or since I moved here, um, I used to come here as a kid, uh, to see my mom's family, so we would go to these amusement parks. But so far, uh, like in the past four years that I've lived here, I did Disneyland, and I did Magic Mountain. Actually, I did Magic Mountain on Gay Day, which is like a Halloween, during the Halloween time, Mm. and that's real fun. And this weekend, I did Universal Studios. Oh, did you do Harry Potterville? Uh, Yes, girl. I was like, what if I get like a beach? And like Hogsmeade and like the bathroom of Hogsmeade. <laughs> that was like one of my like things that I couldn't stop thinking of. They, <laughs> it, it is, um, they did, okay, listen, it really like, they did a real, real nice job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they spent some money on that. They spent some money, like, you really feel like you're in a snow cover in LA. You feel like you're in a snow covered, like, um, Harry Pottersville. I went on all the Harry Potter rides. Was it fun? Was it as fun as I think it is in my mind? No. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, you can see like a bunch of little kids that, that have just spent like $700 on plastic wands trying to do like the certain because like you can walk around the little village and do spells in the windows but it's like does not work so you see so many people trying to endlessly teach a four-year-old like the certain wand thrusts how to um so that was that part was fun i didn't get a butterbeer no it you know it was really cute i i don't think i'll go again no but um but it was it was yes that's it was an experience harry potter gays are very particular they are and like yeah and i'm you know i i okay here's my tea if i am stranded on an island and i can only pick one one series of movies to watch it would be hp it would be would, all nine it'd be all nine or ten hp movies yes yes yeah i mean they're very comforting it's, they're fun Halloween movies, right? I think of them more as Christmas, Christmas. movies. They're but, Christmas yeah. for me, but it's like a good time. You can start them during the Halloween and kind of transition into Christmas. I watch them like all year long. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like I'm I, I'm not like a 
died in the wall. I watch them whenever they come onto a streaming service that I subscribe to. Ugh, yeah, when they dumped that shit on HBO, it was like, <laughs> oh, don't ask me what I'm doing for this coming here. Because <laughs> I got plans. Um, uh, how are you, girl? What's your team? Um, I'm good. I started a new job that's taking up too much of my time. I usually don't work except for doing this highly <laughs> lucrative podcast that I do. <laughs> Send us a million dollars right now. You can Venmo Jason um, and we'll split it. Um, so when I do have to work, I you would think that no one else has ever done it before. I'm such a martyr for having to show up someplace on time. But um, I'm kind of worried that I'm not going to make it to all of my good movies that are happening. I saw Parasite, which we talked about, which is the greatest movie of the year. Yeah, movie to be. Um, but I've got to see Maleficent, and we've got a lot. Oh, of you do? Girls. You got to see Maleficent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to follow my Michelle Pfeiffer. I oh my gosh, Michelle! I'm just good for all of the like, Michelle like... Pfeiffer photo shoots that are happening right now. Like me I'm too. Grateful, I'm really grateful. and for That's Angelina that. just standing over Michelle right now, which I love. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little ambivalent about the Maleficent series. But the addition to Michelle Pfeiffer, really, I mean, they wanted that gay, middle-aged demographic, and they, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah, I'll do anything with Michelle. You know I love Sleeping uh, Beauty. It was, like, one of my favorite movies growing up. I, I know. We love Sleeping Beauty. I, love- Maleficent, the original Maleficent was a major diva for me as a kid. Yeah, OG Maleficent was like hot. The fairies were just oh my gosh, that they could you just love those me fairies. Chortle. Oh, I would just sit <laughs> back and just giggle. And so then when like the fairies, Miss Mopsy. Wait, what was her name? The little blue one. I yeah, I I love when they changed the dress and they changed the cake and mm, gimme 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 yum yum yum. Um, <laughs> but then when the, but then the fairies in the Maleficent they were so oh no they were so I think was I think was um. Emilda Staunton, one of them? I I don't remember. Y'all, I think. I don't really remember. I think I was really stoned when I saw the first one. I don't really remember. I might rewatch it. Okay, so. Before I see the second. I'm not going to have any time to do this because I'm too, it's too busy. But we're, like, we're also, as we keep saying, we're coming to the end of the year and there are so many very For the Girls movies that we're not going to be able to cover um, on their own episodes like Charlie's Angels. (laughs) Like uh, Bombshell. Um, bombshell. Oh, the memes on Bombshell are so fun. My favorite one is like the poster because it's a poster of all of the the women, um, all the blonde women. And it says, can I please speak to your manager? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get my me. Favorite. I'm so ready for some <laughs> Nikki kid Charlize throw down. Oh Charlize looks so fucking good. Charlize is like the only... Like big competition, I'm seeing to our Renee for the Renaissance, and I'm—I mean, after Diana. the Diana. after the Memorial Mary Kay Place Oscar is given out, <laughs> after the Oscars are renamed the Mary Kay Place, after Mary Kay Place wins <laughs> bizarrely Best Picture for her performance <laughs> in Dion. <laughs> then, um, then we have to have the Renaissance win. But Charlize is looking amazing. I'm really happy for her coming nomination and possible Golden Globe win for comedy? Are they going to build that as a comedy bombshell? I also... Well, I it's also, like an Adam McKay movie? I don't know. I also wonder if Charlize is going to be in Best Supporting, if they're going to try and put her in there. But I'm like, why would you do that? J-Lo. No. J- J-Lo's got it. J-Lo's got J-Lo's it. J-Lo's got Supporting. No, Charlize is not... No, they'll put Nicole into Supporting. 
And Nicole's fine. She's got... But it's funny because... But if it's Nicole loves to ride a supporting and just like wear her dresses to her events. And she will wear her dresses, her beautiful gowns. <laughs> beautiful gowns, lovely gowns. Lovely she gowns wear. she will wear. <laughs> but let us, let us do a little spoiler alert on the pod. You know we don't even like to tell you what we're talking about today. Because we don't know. Yet. Because <laughs> we love to surprise you, but... We are going to be covering Little Women. Don't act like we're not. <laughs> yeah, we actually are going on a real deep, deep dive. I've never read the book, and my mom, my mom, would I've never straight read the up book be like, "Y'all like Laura Ingalls Wilder because here's three hundred novels that," and I would sit through them all. Oh my gosh! When yeah. Little Laura got an orange for Christmas, I was like, "Oh man, I am very, very lucky boy." <laughs> And somehow we never, <laughs> somehow we never read. I don't remember us ever reading Little, little Women. Is, little so. Women is not part of the Laurel Ingalls Wild, Wilder universe. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> She's not part of the greater Little House on the Prairie Okay, but universe. but it's okay, but it's Chronicles of Narnia, right? Little Women is one of the books in the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I'm just saying my mom would read all, all of those kind of traditional books cued over to the feminine side because that's what us girls liked <laughs> my brother was there too I guess um, the only way you could read was listening uh, <laughs> Oracle Shade but anyway so we never read I never read Little Women that's my tea as I'm saying I'm, so yes okay y'all and so neither have I so we're announcing the first the first annual because we're not going to read more than one book a year because it's 2019 that's not true I read all the time um, first annual for the girls book club read along of Little Women, and we're giving y'all a lot of because we're not going to do it until December. But you have your time to go to your bricks and mortar independently owned bookstore and buy your copy of Little Women, please. And uh, we are going to have a friend, uh, a Little Women stan. I have a friend. We both have a friend who is a Little Women diehard fan. So we're going to cover in one episode the book and one episode the new movie with Saoirse. And, of course, we'll talk about the old movies, too. Yeah, of course, the 1994 classic and then a couple of them And the that. earlier and the, and the Catherine Hepburn classic, too. Um, and so, yeah, so that's coming up in December. So, you know, you got to keep you got to stay tuned. So, um, and um, yeah, yeah, and read along with us. That's so fun. Pick up your copy, put walk your, to a park, put your phone down. Actually, y'all, the tea is okay. Listen, I'm gonna give you it. It, it, it is like just the idea of having a, a physical book in front of you forces you to get away from screen time. And I honestly use books as that as that means mm-hmm. to be like, okay, it's bedtime, or okay, like you have a headache from all the blue light that you've been consuming. If you feel like you need to be engaging, you have a book right here. You can pick it up and read, and it really does, like, massage the brain in so many ways. Yeah. So there's... Yeah. <laughs> who it lessens knew? my anxiety mm-hmm. hugely because I have to think about other people's inner lives other than my inner mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. It makes me... Whenever I, like, have gone through a long reading uh, dry spell and go back to a book, it's the greatest thing on earth. I love it It's so a much. breath. It's like a breath. It's like you get to catch your mm-hmm. breath. Um so yeah, pro we're pro books over here, y'all. I know you wouldn't have fucking known we're it for us the dumb girls, dumbs, but <laughs> and we're we're for the books, <laughs> and we're for the books. <laughs> okay, sweeties, it's Halloween, and ever if you've even listened to three seconds of this podcast, you obviously know that we're going to be covering this 
duh of a movie for us, which of course is, drumroll please, Ad Astra! That's right! <laughs> That's right, kids! And we're doing the spooktacular. Starring, starring who? <laughs> Natasha Leon. <laughs> A little movie that stars a, a woman named Natasha Leon. <laughs> she has three seconds of screen time, and we're going to do a podcast about it. So buckle up for this spooky film. No, uh, fuck off. We're not covering Ad Astra. We are covering the iconic Disney Halloween, greatest Halloween movie of all time. Hocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus. Whoa, whoa. 1993. Hocus Pocus, so obviously, speaking in third person, um, we've already talked about one of Jason's favorite movies, um, Steel Magnolias, and this is another one of his other favorite movies. Isn't that right, Jason? Um, Yeah, I think this is in my top five. Movies of all time. Movies of all time. So movies of all time. With Steel Magnolias, this is in my my top five uh, movies of all time, and this is also my favorite Bette Midler performance. Of all time, mm. and I'm ready to throw down on that take because every time yes. I rewatch it, I think this is it. This is this is where she takes all of her skills and all of her bizarre mannerisms and fits mm-hmm. it perfectly to a character. Yes, you, where, it's it's the most integrated. It's the most integrated, and it doesn't seem out of place, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't seem. It's supposed to be this exaggerated, and she, and I just, I really do, girl, I really feel like, at this rewatch, I was like, oh, this is, a lot of this comes from the baths, where she got her start. The mm-hmm. mincing, the, you know, the, the the dramatic faces, I mean, it's so camp, like, it's so The fingers, camp. the hands. Those the nails, hands right? The fingers, Y'all, yes. y'all don't even know, but you're doing um, Hocus Pocus nails now. All you girls out there with those long, long nails, that's Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus. You got nails. it from Hocus. You got it from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, this yeah, this movie is. Um, I growing up, um, no no joke, I was a witch for four years straight. Every year mm-hmm. they're like, so girl. Oh, and then I think at some point I was because I've seen pictures of it. I was a. Um, a Harlequin doll, <laughs> like like lips, lips to die for, y'all. Just big old uh, puckered up lips. So, but so I was like either that or I was or a, a full on witch. And everything which is really for me. I know it probably started when I saw Wizard of Oz, and then uh, I would just go to our iconic musty old library in Michigan. And I wanted any book I could get on witches. Like, I just... You always did. Remember? Always. Like, oh, I want to read mm-hmm. about a witch. Um, or if there was a witch on the cover of something, oh, or yes. if anything had the name witch in it, you were like, wait, what is this? I, you were obsessed with the witches of Eastwick, with the witches. I still re- with, remember you going to Salem. Oh, yeah. Remember? When I, and I brought you back. Like, and I remember this, the witchy... Yeah, this witchy necklace I brought you back. Because my mom is from Massachusetts, so we went to Salem. When we were kids, I was maybe 10 or something, mm-hmm. probably ten, around the time this movie came out. Exactly. And it was a claw. You remember? It was a claw with mm-hmm. a, with like a glow. It was like an, a, 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 an orb. orb. And holding an yeah. orb. And, oh, yeah. All I thought, I thought I had the keys to the world. Oh, my goodness. So many candle magic spells to make all the boys in high school fall in love with me. Or more so to make me astral project into their bedroom so I could like watch them. 
and make it. Because I couldn't quite imagine like us getting any farther than that. But I was like, uh, astral projection. I could do that. Swing out of my body and into their bedrooms. That was that's not creepy at all. Um, <laughs> that was your power. Can we just start with the fucking? I I haven't seen this movie in a while. Okay. And I iconically watched it yesterday, and the opening. I forgot how thrilling the opening credit sequence of this movie Isn't is. Isn't it fun? Isn't it so fun? Doesn't it set the mood with the orchestration? Okay, so let's just play some groundwork because this is, this is some... To me, I will never forgive. Disney at this time, in 93, was really... Um, they were running the show. They were in their animation renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, we're just post Beauty and the Beast. And there were like then doing Lion King, I think was next. Right. They had, they had sister act out. I mean, they were kind of killing it. And so they had this, um, Hocus Pocus was in production. They actually were going to, it was initially thought of as going to be for the Disney channel move. Uh, the Disney channel is like a, uh, TV movie. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, because the script is kind of bonkers, but they were like, oh, yeah, no, let's elevate this to um, a film. And so obviously they shot it. They shot it on Halloween. Da, da, da. Of course, it's like a, the, the most iconic Halloween movie. And then when do they release this bitch? The summer. They released this on uh, July. On June. I can. I. Who? I mean. You on have, the same day. On the same day as Free Willy. Oh, Lord, you have so many people work. I mean, like, I can't imagine the endless edits that this had to go through. I knew it actually started off as a much scarier um, idea. Uh, how many edits? How many people you have to... All of the marketing team, and they're like, oh, I know where this one fits in. July. In the middle of You know of why summer. they did that, though? Why? Because they had The Nightmare Before Christmas coming out that year, and they didn't want them to compete with each other. Oh, that's that is wild, and we can get into that. Anyways, that's so that's so that's how this film so that's that's how this film started, and and it got and it was not met with love, and it was no, and it was met with a lot of people being like, this movie's very confusing. It doesn't know what it wants to be. Like that's kind of the gen- like the critics are like, this movie just purely sucks, or that it's just a hodgepodge of ideas. Like it's semi scary, it's a kids movie, it's a Bette, it's a whole Bette Midler like musical. Like what? What is this movie? I could not disagree with that take more. Or agree with it more. It's all of that is what makes the movie amazing. Like when you were saying how it opens, it keeps on that kind of thrilling, fun, bubbly movie the whole way through. Where it's kind of scary. Where it's campy. Where it's, give me some other words, babe. The opening too that I love that I just forgot about is it gives you these shadows of the witches flying, if you haven't seen the movie in a while, flying over the woods and you see just the silhouette. And what I love about it is because and since The Wizard of Oz, we've had all these witch tales, but it's like put witches in different things, like the witches of Eastwick or Royal Dolls the Witches. Like you recontextualize the idea of a witch. And this movie is opening, it's like, nope, we've got witches, they're on brooms. They're riding through the sky, and they're going to cackle. Like, they are witch witches. They're witch witches, and they are hungry for children. They And they eat children. Want to suck the lives out of all the children of Salem. 
And okay, so you can watch this thing on YouTube, the making of Hocus Pocus, which is kind of fun and fabulous. Um, and I, what I love about this is the production design. It's how they like they they use the special effects that they use are kind of cheesy and um, kind of nineties. But a lot of it is the, all of those a lot of those faraway flight scenes, and including that flight scene, was done on um, amateur or uh, miniatures, amateurs, mm, miniatures. Yeah. Uh, using to create all of that. And I I, I love that kind of craftsmanship. Like, I think that's what Mm -hmm. kind of gives this movie a a wholesomeness or a roundness to it. That feels real. Also, the craftsmanship in the clothes. Like, their three dresses of those women are so... They're so... They're constructed so beautifully and out of such lush... Materials and the house, Isn't that the house Sandersons' the, house. Oh gosh, what the a art direction place. is so beautiful, but also the art direction in the you know in just in the rest of the movie, it's really good. And they actually did shoot a lot of the exteriors in Salem, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Like that's a school in Salem, that's like a community hall in Salem when the parents come out of the dance, you know. And all those the exteriors of the houses and the graveyard are all in Salem, Massachusetts, which I love because it's such an unHollywood thing to do. They're like just throw it on a back lot in Burbank and call it a day, you know. So we start with the movie with Zachary Binks, who is a snack. Who is both in- of those boys who get up? I was like, they're these are snacky pilgrims. They are snacky pilgrims who they were like, listen, for the children, we need these boys to keep the. Oh, who is it now and then, girl? Devin Sawa. We bet Devin Sawa look. We got to get that, that Devin, Devin Sawa, Sawa hair, y'all. Mess. Like, let's mm-hmm. get that Devin Sawa, River Phoenix. Like, they like that Leo hair DiCaprio. in the face. Mm-hmm. You know that Leo was considered for... He was offered Max. Max, yeah. But, and, and did What's Eating Gilbert Grape instead. Smart move, Leo. Good job. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, good job. Look at you, Leo. You could have been... <laughs> Your career could have been something. Could have meant so. Could have, you could have contributed to the canon of film, and you chose not to. <laughs> Leo, um, yes. Yeah, so snack, so snacky little pilgrims, running snacky little pilgrims, and the, the, his sister got kidnapped by the witches, and he's running to go help and save her. And all the I love that they they give us um, some hag witches at first. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the witches. So obviously, you know yes. the main witch is Bette Midler. Bette Midler, mm-hmm. who is in a very interesting part in her career, of, of, of her career right now, because she had just kind of had multiple flops, and I feel like this was kind of the last one that truly broke her for a while. Because, like I said, this broke one also for, came oh, out. but only for two years. Yeah, only for two years. But this one came out, and um, <laughs> she and before it, she had Stella in scenes from a mall, and a, the one of the big ones that we're obviously are going to cover of hers. Um, for the boys, which was like her big passion project that she spent all of this time and all of this money. She was a producer on that. So I think and it was a big flop, even though she was nominated for the Academy Award very deservedly for that film, she, which we're always very glad about. She was, but she talked about how that was a huge heartbreak for her. So I feel like this was kind of something she wanted to do something kind of lighter and, and something funner. So I think that's why she chose to do this film. But so that's going to be where she was. And then, of course, we have. Um, one of my just all-time favorite, Kathy and Jimmy, who had just oh, come off a hot streak in Sister Act and Sister Act Two, mm-hmm. so she, which were both, which was offered to Bette Midler originally. If you don't know that Sister Act, and so Kathy and Jimmy was just, oh my gosh, I just got such a hoot out of her. I just thought she was everything growing up. I thought like, so funny. That's my funny. And then girl. she, 
And then she did my favorite, one of my favorite sitcoms, Veronica's Closet. Oh, yes. <laughs> we should do we a should Veronica's do. Closet yeah. episode. Because I have some fucking thoughts on Kirstie Alley. She's amazing. She's a very, she's, I'm sorry, y'all. I know that there's some, pro, like, a lot of problems. I know that she's a Trump supporter. No but... problems with that talent, okay? Like, I got no, no problems with that talent. Um, but Kathy and Jimmy, who actually turns out to be in a gigantic bet stand. Did you know this? Yes, but tell the children the story. So she would watch bet, like, would bet, when bet would come on in the 70s. For the late night show, she would watch her and memorize uh, her bits and get all of her albums and memorize her. And was like, this is what I want to be. This is the kind of performer that I want I want to be like. So when she was offered the role and realized that it was going to be next to Bette Midler, she just had a, like a total freak out and, uh, you know, could hardly believe it. Oh, and she also, um, she told Bette Midler on the set of this movie that one time in New York City, she was hired as a woman who did singing telegrams. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she went, she had to go over to Bette Midler's house in a chicken suit and sing to her as a singing telegram, which was then Bette's inspiration for the singing telegram in Beaches. So good. And the line, I'll be in Washington Square Park in half an hour in a chicken suit. <gasps> Whoa, girl. And Isn't then, that amazing? And you kind of have, like, I would say, like, another <laughs> Bette fans. Uh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker, who... At that time, was also kind of coming up, so it was really fun because all of the those two were uh, really starting to make a name for themselves. She had done LA Story mm-hmm. and Honeymoon in Vegas, and she did Footloose. Oh. She was in Footloose and Footloose, right, right, right. And funnily enough, she's in Bet's next movie with her too. They did two in a row. Yeah, so that so and, and Nick and I all also saw we well we definitely saw that movie on opening night. So we were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're in the same film. That movie is that movie is the first Wives Club. <laughs> Secrets. If, if you're not following Secrets. us, if all you Susie Sue fans have kept through this podcast, <laughs> oops. <laughs> oops, here's where you get off. Here's, here's the a express. But I just know. literally. In this first scene in the movie, I was just so delighted. I hadn't seen it in so long, and I just couldn't get over how much fun the three of them are having. They're having such a good time, and they've made these weird, weird, wild characters, and they're so consistent and so funny. They're so funny. Kathy and Jimmy actually almost steals the show from Bat. Like, if you pay attention Mm -hmm. to her, she is... You're right, they are both... All three of them are always in motion in their own characters and like mm-hmm. spinning around them. And Kathy and Jimmy is constantly under, always has this kind of crooked mouth and is always responding to Bet. Like she's kind of truly Bet's little henchman, henchwoman. Mm-hmm. And she is always subtly making these comments um, that are just that are just hilarious and, and, and iconic. And I'm watching it because like I've seen this movie, up, but I see this movie. Constantly, so I, I'm constantly looking at different things, and uh, this time, or, or all the times, Kathy and Jimmy, I was like, "Yes, girl, you're so amazing." And, and what Bet is doing vocally, like the first like freak out I had in this rewatch was when she's cooing to the book. Wake up, darling. Yes, oh, come along, darling. There you are, Mary. Right here, when you're right here. Sorry. Hello. She's, just like, she's doing vocal things. Her, She's at the height, kind of her voice. Like, we always talk about, like, the mid-90s being the height of Bette's vocal ability. And the stuff she's doing vocally in this movie is so specific. And 
amazing and beautiful. When she's asked, and this was even before Hocus Pocus became the thing that it is now, so she was ahead of her time to say like this was, she says this was her favorite role. That this was the yeah. role that she, she said that she truly disappeared in. And you can tell like everything she kind of, from the hair, she has fake teeth. They, they did those little lips, those tiny little mm-hmm. purse lips that they paint on her. It's so specific to her and you can tell like she is just queening it up. Oh look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick. I was also like thinking of them, of the three, of the Sanderson sisters as the Harlettes. Like oh, there's yeah. a very oh, similar, like the way they move together, they move in kind of choreography. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're always like semi touch they're always touching each other and like they're always like, mm-hmm. you know, like they're never with arms lengths of each other and always able to like grab. I also I always love when Bet is like to me one of the greatest fallers. Like she always loves to fall on stage and mm-hmm. uh, she's just she's I mean, it is a true talent. Y'all try to just fake fall right now. You can't do it. It is hard. <laughs> and so there's like especially like at the end. Where um, Kathy and Jimmy's like leading her to the window and she's kind of just like resting against her. It's just like, <laughs> this is the end. Oh, I feel it. Okay. We are doomed. I feel the icy breath of death upon my neck. <sighs> Mary, what? take me to the window. Yes, I wish to say goodbye. Yes, Mary. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, cruel world. Bye-bye, cruel world. <laughs> Goodbye to life. Goodbye, bye, bye, life. Goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, bye. Goodbye to all that. Uh, uh, I, I, God, yeah, I think... Bet as a villain with, with physical comedy, I'm sorry, there's just nothing better. She truly no. is, like... I did, Bet as a villain, come on. That is everything. That's just everything. Yeah, I'm on toast. She, did, she doesn't play the villain enough. It's fun when she does. It really is fun. I mean, it's just it, she just gets to light up like a like a like the Fourth of July when this probably came out. Okay. <laughs> and then we got our we got our ditzy Sarah Jessica Parker, who uh, just playing horny, just like the horniest horny. witch on the planet. <laughs> I love how fucking randy she is in this movie and she's so beautiful i'm beautiful boys will love me <laughs> it's like oh yeah yeah girl you're still a witch like you're still a witch living in this deep dark swamp with like jars but of toes wants... you gonna bring I some know. sexies they... down there and are like don't <laughs> mind this rack darling she's horny f- she's even horny for young little girls like when she sees thora birch for the first time she's like oh, let's play with her you know like she always wants to like she she's just also horny. horny for that cat when when they turn oh what the the also the like uh the incantation what the incantation spell all of the, the cat yes all of the spells his punishment shall not be to die mm-hmm. But to live forever with his guilt. As what when he has what? Jump back. Twist the bones and bend the back. Here to decapitate American mystic. Trim him of his baby. Here to decapitate American mystic. Give him fur black as black. Just like this. Oh my god, obviously clip goes right into there, bitches. (laughs) Just like this. Ah! 
Yeah, yes. Uh, I've had that in my head. I've had that in my head ever since I watched the movie last night. I've been trying to recount that incantation. So Zachary um, Binks gets done turned into a kitty cat forever for the rest get, of his life. I was like, that is Thackeray, Thackeray Thackeray. gets turned. Into I love a kitty. when they just like when they do their their their, their ths randomly, and mm-hmm. Thackeray is one of them. I just love that old timey English. But speak. I, I think his real name is Thackeray Banks. <laughs> It actually is. It's like it's not. It's not spelled with a Z. But actually, Bet Bet is very consistent with her like pseudo British accent. It's pretty amazing. Like I've never. She doesn't really do accents in her life, and it's pretty good. Yeah, it's oh god, yeah, it's good. But the fucking transition out of that old timey story into the classroom with the teacher's witch's hat mm. is so great. It made me think of my mom because oh. my mom. Every year on Halloween, every year is a witch. And every year, she was a school teacher. Also, and every year the, she would have a new... Decked, decked the classroom. Decked the fucking decked the classroom. And listen, here's my tea. Can I tell you what I think is actually really true? Halloween what? is a new Christmas, okay, y'all? Like, I'm curing it so much. <laughs> Nick's giving me a scrunchy <laughs> face. <laughs> is it? It is. Yes, it is. I'm hearing so many people be like, oh, September... You know, September 15th, that's when you get your Halloween decorations out. Surprise, Trace up, Priest, that's when I got my Halloween decorations out. Like, I think... When do you think, when do you think Taylor Swift is going to take down her Halloween decorations? She's going to be wild and leave them up till November 5th. <laughs> I, does she even put up Halloween decorations? I feel like she, like... No, we just talked about that in the Taylor Swift episode. No, that, oh, you know, I know. Song she's like, where she's like, she's well, like <laughs> we can take my Christmas tree down, like, the day after Christmas, because I'm wild <laughs> It's like, bitch. I feel like she just doesn't do Halloween. I don't know. I feel like she's a full Christmas girl, but um, that's for another Halloween episode. But yes, no, I really do. I think Halloween is a new Christmas. Try me, Battle Angels. Like, I think, like, the fall truly is coming for you. And then, like, don't, you know, don't be caught slouching. Like, you need to get gourds. You need to, you need to do this. Do this right. I, we got our, Billy got our gourds. We finally have our gourds. We have a pumpkin. Uh, it's getting a little more Halloween-y in here. I think the reason why I'm also being, like, so wild right now is that watching this movie as a child, and I'm always remembered of this as a child, was I really thought this was what, like, my life as an adult was going to be like. Like, it was going to be, like, with like the you most- were going to be a witch. You were going to have to wait to come back 300 years. <laughs> I was going to have a book. <laughs> I was going to eat children. <laughs> I was going to like make a, book, a little women book joke about my mom reading again, but I couldn't come up with that. Um, no, I really, yeah, no, I thought like I thought that like I was going to live in a really substantial house and just throw gorgeous Halloween parties. Like I, I Oh like 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 Hillary Swank's parents do. <laughs> Don't you call her Hillary Swank. Her name is Vanessa <laughs> Shaw. And I wanted to be- I thought that it was I for real was like, whoa, Hillary Swank is in this movie. <laughs> whoa, you did not take that back. I was um, I was also loving as I was looking up all these actors how because it's Halloween right now all of their IMDb rankings are really, really high because everyone's watching Hocus Pocus and being like, what did happen to Vanessa Shaw? Oh my God, yes. So yes, I, so I thought, so, so that's why I'm so um, having such a fever about Halloween because I really did think that like, it was just going to be just, yeah, a ton of really magical parties. And I will, let me tell you all that it is, my life has been a great disappointment. <laughs> just another... Just like just another of, long string of disappointments that the life has handed you. And I'll put this one up at the top. I'm going to put this one <laughs> right at the very tippy top. No, no fun Halloween parties for me. 
Um, I just loved it in the classroom. So then we obviously like we flash forward to the to the um, the witches are all dead and <laughs> blah blah blah. And we flash forward and there's Max and Max is from L.A. and he doesn't believe in it and all of that Halloween nonsense. But everyone in the classroom is so proud of their Halloween history. I was like, I want to know. They those live in kids. Salem. Wouldn't you be proud? I, you really think like all those jocks are like magic is real. <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> Maybe you should move to Salem and raise some children. And now we have to go to another thing I have to talk about, which is ice. <laughs> the bullies. Ice. The bullies are so. I was Did like, you not see I me wanted in to ice. Come on, be for real, because I really saw myself this time in him. Like, I, <laughs> did you? Well, I was like, I, I think in my twenties I dressed like a big baby, and <laughs> now when I go out, I dress like a. The kind of chubby bully from the 90s movies. <laughs> like, I wear, like, a bucket hat and sweatpants and, like, a big, like, hooded coat and, like, some sneakers. Like, I'm like, whoa, I've, I'm just always trying to get back to ice. Like, <laughs> you're just trying to be ice. Yeah. yeah. Did they leave them in those cages at the end of the movie? Did you think that was enough punishment for them? For those, for those well, naughty, I mean, naughty boys? Those boys are just kind of not in high school. They didn't do anything that bad, though. No, they were, like, in their 20s. They were definitely in their 20s. But they didn't do anything that bad. They, like, stole some candy from Max and his tennis shoes. That was it. They called, they called our girls ugly chicks. That, okay, so can I tell you that's my favorite moment in the entire movie? Where Bette has the... Oh, honey. I know. She really hurt my feelings. She's jealous. She's don't think about me. I know. <laughs> you know, I always wanted a child. I know. And now I think I'll have one. Mm-hmm. A toast! It's such a funny and true and honest, but comedic and big moment where Winnie gets to, like, show her vulnerability. And it's hilarious. And it's just, like, masterfully done. And it's also reminded me... It also reminds you're, me a lot You're of reading of Hocus Pocus as a drama. <laughs> this is your... <laughs> <laughs> you're but surprised. it also reminds me of Bet, Like, Bet, like, like being frequently called not pretty. And, you know, like, you know, they called me a witch. Like, this whole thing. Like, I just... I project so... Because I know of her pride in this movie. I project so much of her experience into it when I watch it. I just love that moment. It's my favorite bit. I love when they keep referencing how much they love their mother. They are witches. We are evil. Evil. What would mother say if she could see us like this? Uh, mother. They're like really want to make their witchy mother proud. And I also love anytime they mention what a fun time they had down in hell. Like how. <laughs> how it, they love hell. They were like so positive for hell. And I thought that is so funny. And of course, like, you know, so they go in this wild, wild goose chase and, 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 um, Oh my gosh, and they, they fly on their brooms, which is so fun and hilarious. And well, and they, it's all because a virgin lit the black flame candle. Yeah, like Max a virgin, before. which I was like, wow, like, Vanessa, so Max a virgin really wants to get with Vanessa, Vanessa Shaw, the like, and that is honestly like another woman I wanted to be. And I wanted to be her now, and I wanted to be her in the, 
and when she's 45, like, I love just, like, long hair, like a ribbed sweatshirt, sweater. That, like, you just want to be Hillary. You want to just be the mayor of South Pasadena, Hillary Swank. No, I want to be Vanessa Shaw. I like the way that Vanessa Shaw looks. And I really feel like I could be that person as her then and as her as a mom. Like, I really do feel like, oh, wow, I really want to be Vanessa Shaw. Okay? Well, you know that they did... Uh, so, you know that there are several book. There's, like, a book fan treatment. Like, there's a novel version. Hocus Pocus fans, y'all are amazing. Y'all are amazing. You are dedicated. You have made, you have written books. And there's a sequel. This is fanfic, is, babe. This fanfic? A fan fiction. Yeah, there's a fan fiction sequel that's about Vanessa Shaw and Max are married. And they have a daughter. And they have kept her away from Halloween forever because of what happened to them with the Sanderson sisters. And what does that daughter do? She goes to the Black Flame Candle. That's right. Bitch. Gooseys. I got full. Gooseys, okay, gooseys, gooseys, and a little Udi in my pants. Like, I'm so, actually, like it's. I mean, but then it gets me into the negative because they're going to make a sequel. There's been all of this like long, like you know, everyone petitioned for years to have these people come back as the original characters, oh, no. and now it's not going to happen. It's such a mess. It's like too and, crazy. But and Bet also said that it's going to look cheap. It's going to be cheap because it's going to be on the Disney Channel. <laughs> and I was like, I bet this movie. I bet the original Hocus Pocus was not cheap like no it wasn't all of their outfits but um the other quote i love <laughs> from bet when she was asked about this she said i'm not sure what they're going to do with my character my character is very very broad and i don't know who they're going to find to play that <laughs> i just love her just like embracing she's like no one can do broad and big like me let me tell you something though you know it was originally written for cloris leachman Oh, really? Yeah. It was written for Cloris Leachman, and they um, then Bette got her hands on it, and she was like, I want to do it. And they were like, oh, great. Bette Midler can do it, because she's already at Disney and all this stuff. And they really have punched it up for her. And I really feel like a lot of it, to me, feels semi-improvised between the sisters. Oh, yeah. There, I think there was a lot yeah. of improvisation. Ooh, the calming circle. That's my favorite thing. It's like also like when they're <laughs> when they're just like we as witches we do a calming circle. And that's like that's like you can see that's like no 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 and then she thinks mm, and she just has this like I have an idea. Since this promises to be a most dire and stressful evening, I suggest we form a calming circle. I am calm! Oh, sister. Thou art not being honest with thyself, are we? Huh? Huh? Come on. Come, give me some more. <laughs> Think soothing thoughts. Rabbit bat. <laughs> Black death. <laughs> Mummy scorpion pie. <gasps> And then when she decides to do the Call Me Circle, you can see that like she's remembering that it is like a good thing for the sisters to do. Yeah, and that she when she just like kind of acquiesces to it. And then of course then she um and they do that in front of the graveyard right after they raise up Billy the Butcher. Ugh. Who is played by do you know who that is? Um uh, Doug Jones. Yeah, Doug Jones. So for everyone who doesn't know Doug Jones, he is the fish in the shape of water. He's also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as something that I don't know. He's in Hellboy. He's in Hellboy. He's, in he's Hellboy. like, he's very famous. He does a lot of Guillermo del Toro movies as creatures. Like he's the white creature in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, he's like, a, he's like, I guess, yeah, a creature actor. Like a, he's like famous for his physicality. 
um, embodying these certain roles. And this is when Billy is important. chasing them through the catacombs, like the shapes he makes, and like the sh- they shoot him, and it's just like the shadow of him, like turning a corner, and he mm-hmm. makes these incredible shapes with his body. He's like a dancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. He's so good. And then, of course, um, uh, add in the next incantation that they do to bring Billy from the grave, which I hear so I, you, so many people love this one. This is one of my favorite ones. Unfaithful lover long since dead, deep asleep in thy wormy bed, wiggle thy toes, open thine eyes, twist thy fingers toward the sky. Life is sleeping, not too shy. <laughs> On thy feet, so say if Oh, I love that incantation. It's a great incantation. So then they do that, and I also love when they all walk walk together. When they Ugh. like get, when they form a form when they get in their formation formation, which is <laughs> I mean, the, one of the most the recurring joke that's so fun in this movie is watching these three hundred year old witches encounter the modern world. You know, like, so, and they are so very liberal about jazz. using that too, because at some points <laughs> they really do know what's going on. Like when Bette Midler says, "What's up, dude?" I know, or she's like, "Show me a driver's yeah, permit." Pull over! You're really catching on. But that's the other thing too is like, I don't care I don't about care. those inconsistencies. Who cares? Like, who cares? Who cares? I think like, who who needs it? I mean, like, this is this is what makes. It, what makes it fun. And also you just feel, which I just feel so rarely in films, like they're having fun. Like you actually feel like you said, everyone's having like kind of a blast on screen. Such a good idea. I mean, my favorite one, and I remember, I was like, I thought, I was like, oh, I know this movie backwards and forwards. And then I was delighted by so many of the jokes. Um, When they think the paved road is a black river. Mm -hmm. And they shove Sarah Jessica out onto it. Tis a black river. Perhaps it is not too deep. It's firm! Careful, Woody. It's firm as stone. Why, it's a road! Firm as stone. stone. Firm as stone. It's my book! And they think all the firemen have are dressed in black and have axes to chop the wood to burn them. Who, who are they? Boys, witch hunters. Observe, they wear black robes and carry axes to chop the wood to burn us. <laughs> Hold me. What a pretty spider. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, another one of my favorite moments because the way Bette plays that too, she kind of plays it like she's thrilled by it. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy's like, who's that? And she goes, witch hunters. But she's kind of like, has this like sick thrill from them. And then, it's great. And then, and then come on, Battle Kittens, when they go and they actually think they meet um, uh, their favorite master, Satan. And it turns who out is to be who? 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 Gary Marshall. Who is he what did married? I say at the top? What did I say at the top? <laughs> oh, Members of the Marshall family. Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> what kind of costumes are these? It's the Sanderson sisters, right? At your service. Haven't seen you for centuries. But what the heck? Why don't you come in? Come into the non-smoking section. And who is he married to? Who? What? What is not? Benny Marshall, his sister. What is not creepy <laughs> and strange casting? I want you to meet the little woman. He has a little woman. Self-tasting. Petunia Faye. What? 
Yeah, she had been in those two movies before. <laughs> no, and the and the Purple People Eater. Oh yeah, that. Wow. wow. But this was before Monkey Trouble. I think this is like her like first huge movie where she's like the star because she's the she's the fucking protagonist of this movie, Danny. Danny, I mean, she lands all. She just wants. She just wants to go trick or treating. She just wants to go trick or treating with Max, her brother, who like you know they moved from California. He's feeling really antsy. He's dressed up as a little leaguer. Um, she's dressed up as a witch. I love her costume. Uh, she loves to make oh, fun of. So good. She loves to make fun of everyone, and she's just fucking boss bitch in this. All right, Danny. Like you're gonna own your own company, sweetie. You're gonna own your own company yes. of spells, girl. Like you know how to <laughs> deal with everyone: bullies, witches, your brother, your brother's girlfriend, a stalking most... cat. <laughs> She's the most self-actualized person in cinema. Yes, yes. She's the Citizen Kane of this film. <laughs> this is a battle at Normandy, and she is the protagonist. World I War Danny. Were... <laughs> World War Danny is right. Um, and then, of course, we can't... We are also sleeping on the most iconic moment in the film, where Bet. In classic bet fashion, it's like, oh, guess what we're gonna do? A musical number. Well, I really love, and I really love how they actually set this up. They, really, they I mean, okay. Also, y- y- y'all don't need to be sleeping on this movie because, and if you do even take a tiny nap, it's gonna be over. It is a short movie. It is a quick. I'm always surprised at that. It's like, a, it's a hot hour twenty. It's a hot hour. It's actually a hot hour. Um, thirty set thirty six. Um, but it is. It goes by real quick. But they set it up in the beginning when they're like right at the beginning in the olden olden times when right before they get hung. They're like, oh, let's sing, sisters. Like sisters, sing. Ah. It's a superpower. Of it's one of, yeah, one of the yeah, iconic superpowers. And so, so all of the. All of the adults of Salem, I guess, are at this are at a, this dance club, um, and so the sisters are like, "All right, it's like a it's like a town, town hall where there's a dance. Town, it's town not hall. really a club." <laughs> I this, but again, y'all don't even understand. This is what I thought my life was going to be like. Okay, <laughs> help me. I actually listen. I haven't touched in this to the neck. I don't care about million dollars anymore. If you can just get me to fun Halloween parties for the rest of my life. <laughs> Just theme parties. Theme, but yeah, but like, I just, I just need something, okay? Like, get me, let me have a little fun, please. You just invite him out. That's all he wants. <laughs> I'll keep the million dollars. Jason just wants an invite. It's somewhere. He's going to wear like a janky costume. Let him do it. Let him do it. Um, so they're there, and then yeah, and then we get what? We just get like the greatest number ever. Thank you, Max. For that marvelous introduction. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. <laughs> you can't stop the things I do. I love. No! No! Been 300 years, right down to the day. Now the witch is back. And there's hell to pay. <laughs> I put a spell on you. Good joke. Happy Halloween. Thanks a lot. No, man, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get out of here. I'm not kidding. Yeah, here, let's go, guys. Hello, Taylor. 
show. Cover your ears. I put a spell on you. You're so right. She is integrating everything, all of her like greatest hits. It's like the Harlettes. It's like she sounds so. I just wrote down. She's such a fucking star. You know, and the sleeve work, y'all. Like the sleeve work Ugh. on that gown. Like she just she knows exactly how she's going to just like wave her 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 arms in just the most magical way to get the sleeves going and shimmying across the stage. She's always moving. She's always mincing in this dress and just like gliding mm-hmm. throughout the film. And it's mm-mm-mm-mm. oh, the, and the Such like, and I, you know, I you know, I'm obsessed when she does her iconic like yo her little yodel. That's what I call it. Her little break, mm-hmm. and when she like her little licks in this. Mm-hmm. Are so good. She sound, and of course, Mark Shaman arranged it for her, so it's like perfectly in her keys, and it's like me. It's just. I wish she would have done more. I wish she would have covered, done more songs, and put out an entire Hocus Pocus record. Like you know how the guys, the guy, the MC sings witchcraft. I wish she would have recorded he was kind it of and a put snack. it on the end. I would have. He was kind of a snack. Second. I couldn't figure out who he was. Oh, this but is, he was great. We should add in here. So, um, you know, we, when we talked about this, I think the greatest concert that I've ever seen. Uh, was in uh, 2015. Uh, Nick and I mm-hmm. went to see Bet on her last tour, Divine Intervention. And so we've, we obviously like, and everyone knows this. So like Hocus Pocus came out, no one liked it. It, it kind of went away. And then through showing up on Disney's uh, channel for, for Halloween, it just got this gigantic call following. And now it's just exploded. And it gets like 10 million views Every Halloween, Freeform, yeah. that channel Freeform, plays plays it sometimes on a loop for 24 hours. I mean, I'm not kidding, y'all. This movie, this, this Hocus Pocus, is the, this, It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, I'm making big statements. It's, I'm making it's big Halloween's, statements. It's Halloween's It's a Wonderful it's, Life. Yeah, try me. There's no other it's greater true. one. I know there's a fucking movie called Halloween, but it doesn't deal with Halloween the way this movie does, sweeties. Also, don't come <laughs> for me for with Halloween Town. I know that exists too, but that is a real silly movie. I know you're giving me a blank stare. I know this was this was like in '98. This was not our movie, but look it up. It's with Debbie Reynolds. It's wackadoo. Um, also mm. on Dis- it was on Disney Channel. But we in this concert, we got to see our diva um, go do full drag in Winifred and do I yeah. put a spell on you in her during her concert. It was amazing. It was really awesome. Yeah, and, and two of the Harlots played Mary and Sarah. Yeah, she really capitalized really on that. Actually, something else that a lot of people don't know is that um, since um, since like the uh, late '90s, Bet has had thrown a Halloween Halloween charity event. Every yes, year. for her. She, yeah, her charity is called the New York Restoration Project, and she's planted over a million trees in New York City. And their big gala every year is on Halloween, and it's called Halloween. And they're doing it, I think, at the plaza. I don't know. Do you no, know who? Do you know who's the, the main entertainment? You're gonna love it. 
Do you know? Mm-hmm. Cindy, Cindy uh, Lauper. And you die. What if they do it's a gonna duet, be great. bitch? What if they do a duet? Oh, it'll get on YouTube. It'll, all the Huluween <laughs> stuff always yes. gets on YouTube. Wouldn't that be exciting? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, but if you want... But, yeah, if you're out there and you have some money you want to give to someone, uh, donate to the New York I would go Project. To, oh, give them $5. And I would go to that. If you want to send me to that, I would go to that. That would make me feel good. That oh, yeah, you could, send, to the, you could make, send us tickets. I mean, we could go to that. We could buy tickets and go. Or they could buy... Y'all know you're going to help me out here. You can invite me to things. Invite me to... <laughs> this take me to this do this for jason um jay do you have any um last bops on this your favorite movie um uh do i have any last bops on it i mean beyond that it's just my yeah beyond that i really do think that i um i really do think that this is kind of the greatest halloween movie and i say that Sadly, y'all, y'all think I'm fucking crazy. I sound fucking nuts. I need to get, I need to get, get, I need to get somewhere. I need to get out of here. Um, but um, I really do think there should be more Halloween movies. I think there's a real lack of, of of content that comes out. I'm not kidding. I just, I think it's. I, I really, I want to write. I, if I could write, if someone asks, like, what, what do I want to, what do I want to do besides get invited to random Halloween parties or just in parties in general? I guess I would want to write the next great Halloween movie. Okay. Okay. You should do it. Yeah, I should. Um, um, and there are there there are other great witch movies. Oh yeah, but, but I'm talking about Halloween specifically. Like, this is all the great ingredients of like witch, bet, and Halloween right. movies. Like I don't really find that people center their movies around Halloween that that much. And I don't know why, because I really do think there is actually a like I told you, Halloween's a new Christmas. So like. Um, and my, mark my words, if that becomes like a new thing next year with theirs. Oh my God, I didn't even tell you. I saw Adam's Family. Oh, is it good? I haven't seen it yet. Where Bette Midler's in it, y'all. She plays Grandmama. It's cute. It's really cute. Charlie's there. I'm yeah. plays It's like really cute. It's really slight. And it's also deeply short. It's deeply short. Right. Um, so. It's not iconic like our Adam's Family Values, mm. the second greatest Halloween movie of all time. Yes. Yes. Also not centered around Halloween, but one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm talking about like specifically yeah. centered on Right. The like high where they're like trick or treaters. Yes. And that's why I loved Sabrina the Teenage Wit, uh, the Chilling Adventures mm. of Sabrina. Because they actually were really that that whole first um season was all around Halloween. And it was amazing. Wait, why are they not why are they not dropping the the new edition of that yet? Well they did season two, uh, sweetie. Um yeah, I know, but I want the new season one. Season three, I know it's coming. I think they, I think they just wrapped on it actually, so it should be coming. Yeah, I think they were filming it this summer because right. I know someone who's on that. Right. So yeah, so that's what I want more Halloween movies. Um, I just think that this is just perfect. I think like y'all, y'all get on it. It'll put you in such. It'll put you in such a good spirit. It's such a joy to it watch. Will. It's so it's charming. streaming on Freeform. I rented it because I wanted to give Bet some royalties. Yeah, I think it's three ninety nine on, on Amazon. You could buy yeah, it. It's, it's worth buying. You could buy it, and then you could just have it, and you could do your own freeform. Just play. You could play it on repeat for yourself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. My last bop, bop is you. You know when? Um, my last bop is when Hillary Swank like knocks him over with the broom and like beats up all the witches because she learned how to do that in Million Dollar Baby. <clears throat> You're killing me. Here. You're <laughs> killing me here, y'all. Um, oh, oh, I just kept... That was my whole thing last night, was I was just decided that that was Hillary Swank's first Oscar movie. That, like, 
Hocus Pocus was the first movie Hilary Swank beat Annette Bening for the Oscar for. Oh, you're killing me, girl. I'm about right. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to, I'm going to smash my head into a pumpkin after this. I can't with this sacrilegious bullshit. I also, we we're also didn't even mention uh, the other song, the other song that was here by our Sarah, who gets to sing to the children. Oh, yeah. I love that song. We should definitely go out on that song because it is so hot. Yeah. It's, it's such a good... She's Sarah Jessica Parker comes from the musical theater, and she is a good singer. Yeah, she's a good singer, and it's a really fun kind of creepy song in which they invite all of the little children to... Yeah, don't think too hard on this film either, because this film is deeply silly and like um, just kind of jumps all over the place. So a little special fun Halloween treat we have at the end of this episode is... I'm going to let Jason introduce it. Oh, Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, so, okay, I, well, I don't know why it is, because, so Nick always, uh, Nick has always had a, 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 a coven, he likes to do a little Photoshop work right over here, and puts them all in the Brady Bunch <laughs> squares, um, and uh, so I thought this would be a real fun game to uh, to play, like, a kind of a kind of fun, who's in your coven, and I was, we were just, like, texting back and forth, and I said, I just randomly said five, and Nick was like, well, I did three for the sisters, but I have a classic six, so mm-hmm. I think it would be fun for you to do, you to do, and I have two different covens myself. Great. And I think everyone listening should also send us in their coven. Now, when we talk about covens on the show, it's obviously a coven of divas. <laughs> like, obviously. What, did you, what do you people, think people think it, it is? Oh, like real, I don't know. Real. Like maybe a real world coven or something, but. It's uh, like a fantasy. Like, like, this is like our fantasy football. It's like our fantasy football. And in mine, these are all women who give me kind of a sense of of power. I think they each have different magical powers. I think that they're each kind of witchy in some way. Okay, this is how you pick. I love that. I love love your strategy for your coven. I mean, I did really make it. But they're also um, actors who... Mine are all actors, oddly. They're not musicians. And they all um, are people I look to for power. So, I'm going to start with my three, who I think are like the Sanderson sisters, but they're in my original coven I sent you many years ago of six. And they include two divas everyone probably should know who they don't. But they are Grace Grace Zabriskie, Mm -hmm. Jillian Anderson, and Kathy Burke. Y'all, a... You have to like pause around me when you say Julian Anderson because like I go into like I, I astral project out of my body and go and visit like a hot boy and like because like she's everything and imagining her in like a witch thing. Come on, thing. And okay, so these three are very similar to the Sanderson sisters because obviously Julian Anderson is the sexy, sexy one. Um, Grace Zabriskie is obviously Winifred. If you don't know Grace Zabriskie. I met. I first saw Grace Zabriskie in Twin Peaks. She plays Laura Palmer's mother. She's in a lot of uh, David Lynch films, and she's also on Big Love. She plays uh, Bill Paxton's mom, who um, sells. Uh, she breeds and sells parrots in Mexico. She looks like a true blue witch, like yes, day to day, like like living in the world witch. And she has these amazing, enormous eyes. She's an incredible actress. I, we should do a whole DVD show episode about Grace Zabriskie and just play clips. Absolutely, absolutely. That's fabulous. Because she is like an unsung character actress, hero of the universe. 
And Kathy Burke is an English actress who you might know from the film Elizabeth with Kate Blanchett. She plays Bloody Mary. Um, she uh, became famous in the UK for a sitcom called Gimme Gimme. But she won Best Actress at Cannes for a film called Nil by Mouth that she made in the 90s with Gary Oldman. She's in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. She's more of a director now, but she's a really um, funny loud opinionated she's like from the lower like regular lower classes in britain and she is fucking amazing so she's kind of the mary because she's a bigger gal and she's um yeah anyway so that's my coven of three who's your coven of three okay so i i I, we're we're gonna i went a different route and i have i have two different covens okay this is my first coven and this was be the coven that um, I keep the third person. Jay- I'm crazy with this episode. This is the, the coven that Jason would have made, um, like like in a hot like 1998, 1990. Okay, and mm-hmm. they because I have like um, <laughs> dark colored hair, so I really resonated with my my raven haired girls, um, who I kind of saw myself in. And the, these girls would have the power to, uh, like, very easily drop a house on the Charmed Sisters. So this would be, like, mm. my Charmed Sister, um, cat, like, true casting, okay? Who Amazing. Who do we have? And they actually, I'm kind of cheating because two of them, but, like, okay, you'll see. I'm going to have a surprise. But two of them already played sisters because we have, we have um, Kiki Ricci. Yes. We have Absolutely. Winona Ryder. Yes. And I'm going to throw a surprise ball at you. We have Joey from Dawson's Creek, Miss Katie Holmes. You have always been a huge Katie Holmes stan. Secrets. <laughs> you love Miss Katie so secrets, hard. Secrets come out. Secrets come out <laughs> when the ghosties come out and play. Um, can you, but isn't that hot? So, but can't you see them all like actual sisters in a coven? Yes. Like giving you witch. Okay, so you imagine, and they're doing all of their, their vanquishing evil. And then season four comes along. And they're, like, reading, like, old letters from their mother, and they realize they have another sister. There's a fourth sister, and she comes a-knocking. Who's that fourth sister? Obviously, it's Jennifer Connelly! Oh, my God. I forgot about you and Jennifer Connelly are so intense. I love Jennifer Connelly. I'm telling you. You loved her because of Labyrinth. I loved her. I I wanted to be her in Labyrinth. Y'all not to (laughs) You wanted to be. She also, like, had dark, really straight hair and cable knit sweaters. (laughs) I'm telling you. I have a thing. I have a thing. I have a very clear thing. And so she comes in, and she's the fourth sister. And it's it's a four hits. Anyway, so that's my... That's like that's what I was working with on that side. Okay, I love that. Okay. I love Thank that. You. Now the rest of my coven, just really quickly, because we could do this all day. The rest of my coven includes Kathy Bates, Annette Benning, and Frances McDormand. Mm-hmm. And though I have lately been thinking about adding two people to my coven, because I recently rewatched Eve's Bayou, so oh, I add you Lynn didn't Whit- tell. I want to add. You can't even be saying that movie around me. Right? I want to add Lynn Whitfield to my coven because Lynn Whitfield is everything to me. Is she not and just? I, is she not the most beautiful screen uh, presence of all time? Um, amazing. Lynn Whitfield is a lioness. She's a goddess of the. This cinema. is that's also in my top five. <laughs> that movie is in my top five, and we will be doing it. There's 
<laughs> Absolutely, Eve's bio is everything. And then also I want to add Miss Jackie Weaver to my coven. <gasps> but then I was just thinking the greatest coven ever <laughs> would be the cast of Palms. Is the word is the greatest coven of all time. You've got Phyllis Somerville who's super witchy. You've got Diane Keaton who's super witchy. You've got Jackie Weaver. You've got y'all. You, they already have a feud with the main Grand High Witch Angelica Houston. So it's all set up. One of my spells that I'm going to cast is I'm going to start a, um, a secret campaign to get Jackie Weaver for that best supporting, for best supporting for bombs. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then I also have to add that Mary Kay Place is really the queen witch of all the covens. Mary, yes. Okay, so here's... Mary Kay Place. So then real quickly, here's my real coven that wasn't just like my fantasy, like... That was that was young Jason. This is kind of still young, still like not very mature Jason's <laughs> league. But it's it, okay. It has, and this one gets a little deep. It has Alfred Woodard as like a high priestess. Duh, yes. my my everything. Um, it has my it has my other Kiki, my all time, my all time Kiki, Kiki danced. my number one Kiki. Kiki danced. Come on now, what a powerful caster that is. What a powerful spellcaster. She's a powerful vampire. She's powerful. Oh my gosh. So powerful. I, we could do so many things. Have a kiki, have a kiki, oh. have a kiki with a kiki. Um, and then and then my third of course is John Cusack. Fun. Yeah, of course. So fun. Of course. That's a really fun cop. And guess who we pray to? We pray to my only true religion. The only thing that if anyone ever says, what is your... What are you religious about? The closest thing I've ever came to religion is my Marilyn Robinson. My favorite author. And that is who mm, we yes. worship. Because that truly yes, is like my I personal religion. I, I consider her novels to be the most spiritual I've ever felt. So, yes. That's another hot take for you, tip for y'all for fall is dive into some Marilyn Robinson mm-hmm. books. Yeah, it'll be fun. To get your fall feelings yep. going. Oh, how fabulous. Okay, so those are our covens. Uh, write us, uh, tweet us, or do something to us and tell us what your <laughs> I love that we were like, we're not going to go through this so, this movie. We're not going to, like, we're just going to... Go through every part of the plot of Hocus Pocus? <laughs> no, 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 but we went through all the bobs. Yeah, we sure did. We bopped through. We bopped right in. We bopped through. And there's no flops in Hocus Pocus because Hocus Pocus is perfect. Send us your sexy costumes. Send us pictures of your costumes. Send us pictures of your cat in their costumes oh my gosh cat costumes to the front of the line please do you think people are well, I, do you think people are going to be in anticipation for the number one movie of the year cats do you think people are going to dress as cats <laughs> I hope not I hope I'm, I hope give me that I'm Jennifer Hudd's realness <laughs> that movie looks so horrible I can't wait Ooh, I'm spinning into my seat I cannot wait I wonder if I wonder if Taylor Swift will have taken down her Christmas tree by the time it comes out yeah she's gonna take Taylor Swift takes down her Christmas tree right after presents she fully dismantles everything she has an entire cleaning crew come in like come on they go to their other houses they wait for that house to be properly pristinely cleaned <laughs> To be de- 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 they go to the they go to the not house key cleaning house, and then the house cleaners go to that house. Oh come on! Jason is on Taylor Swift's cleaning staff. Oh yeah, I am. That's the only time I get to go to any fun parties. Um, <laughs> That's so sad. Did you hear that? Yeah. 
That's really that's Roma for you. That's some Roma right there. Roma greatest film, greatest film of the last ten years. Roma, girl. I had a freak out the other day where I was like, "Can you believe? Can you believe?" Yalitza was not given the Academy Award. Mm. I mean, on what planet were we even having some Olivia Coleman Glenn Close debate when Yalitza would, had just made Roma, was just standing there being the queen of all time? I just don't... I'm still just eaten up by I'm it. I'm eaten up by it. that people just really don't understand that that is, like... That we will not see a movie greater than that in our lifetimes. Like, that is it. Truly, yeah. No. And I talk about it in our top five. I cannot believe that that, that movie's in my top five. How could it not be? Like, I've... Don't. I've never seen... I mean, oh, don't with Roma. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> don't with Roma. Roma's a Halloween movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's an Easter movie. Just rewatch it every it's day. It's perfect. Oh, God. It's a perfect movie. It's on Netflix. Netflix, you can just sponsor us. We'll run ads for you Roma. for free, obviously. Um, wow, we've really lost it. Witches, I've we love you, it. Battle... All battle angels are witches by nature. Mm-hmm. They're the same thing. Yes. A battle angel... A witch is... An, a battle angel is another name for a witch. Yep. So we want to thank you for tuning in every week. Remember to download. Remember to give us some of those beautiful reviews and ratings and retweets and likes and love. We love hearing from you. Um, what else? Well, that's it. Happy trick-or-treating, sweeties. Uh, Happy trick-or-treating. Look for razor blades in your Clark bars. Yeah, see you on the witching hour. Bye. Come, little children. We'll take you away. There we go. Bye. Bye.